a sudden bout of load shedding this evening. The Money Show. The Markets. And on to Arthur Karras, Portfolio Manager of the Macro Solutions Business at the Old Mutual Investment Group. Um, key features today, Arthur. I mean, this continued sort of slow trickle down uh, across the globe is, is very much sort of present in our market at the start of this new week. Absolutely. We're all, um, we're all looking forward and saying that uh, there's still some good growth left for the time being. Um, but they're looking a little bit further ahead. We expect growth to slow and start having the impact on economies around the world. Um, and that's what's playing out in markets around the world. How then, what is the outlook for the JSE then for our investments on local markets as we have these sort of multiple um, apocalypses, if you like, of invasions of Ukraine, rocketing oil prices, rising global inflation, rising interest rates around the world, rising prices in almost everything we consume. Um, how does this play out as far as markets are concerned? Well, we, if we're looking at the JSE, we need to break it up into a few bits. So the, the one is the commodity companies. And, and conventionally, you'd expect the commodity companies to be uh, very directly affected by any change in economic growth. You'd expect that to impact on the price of the metals that they sell. So that should immediately impact on them and see them going down. We've, we've got a few kinks in that normal story, though, because what we've seen at the moment um, is we've seen uh, exports of, of palladium out of Russia being affected by this, and that's making people say, well, maybe this puts our palladium, our PGM producers, in a slightly better position, and maybe that'll be good for them. In the long run, though, it's really automotive sales that are good for them. So if we don't sell more cars, even if there's less um, palladium coming out of Russia, that'll be a problem. Um, but one part of the commodity complex, I would say, is slightly different, and that's the energy part. So that's the coal and oil-producing companies, because those businesses, I think, are more likely to hold up, even in the face of a weaker economy, simply because there's pressure on all the fossil fuels. We simply haven't seen investment in those sectors, and the recovery from COVID, people going back to driving and flying around the world, that's, that's seen demand for those products picking up. If we look at the global part of our markets, you have quite a few companies in South Africa, listed in South Africa, that are, that are global in nature, as you must pass process, Richemont, Bidcorp, and the like. Those companies all have their own little stories, depending on, on, on how they're affected by the global story. Locally, it's really sector by sector. And, and there are some parts of the economy that you'd expect to do reasonably well, simply because you've got a different story locally. So we've got a reasonable story on the construction side locally, we're building um, new, uh, new sustainable energy plants. We're building more roads and the like, and that should help, as an example, support the, um, the construction company. So you really have to break it up to see exactly how your businesses can be affected. Another big part of our market are the financials, and those companies are the banks and insurers. They're still recovering from COVID, and they're in pretty good position. They're telling us that, that the customers are in a good position, that people are starting to, to borrow money again. So they should be okay, reasonably okay in a tough environment. Yeah, and that's a, the, the thing to do is really to keep perspective on the, the huge amount of bad news that is around all the time in investment markets. It is being able to zoom out and get that perspective rather than simply looking at, you know, a, 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 a global trend and assuming that, you know, all things play out in exactly the same way in every single market in the world. It simply isn't the case, is it? That, that's, that's absolutely correct. I mean, one of the biggest 
um, drivers of the global economy is, is what's happening in China. China is in a slightly different phase from the rest of the world economy. They're a little bit further ahead. Um, the economy is weak, not strong. So U.S. strong, uh, a large part of the world is strong, but China has been quite weak. The interest rate cycle is also at a different stage. So they have got scope to actually cut interest rates and help support their economy that way. So if we see that happening in China, that creates quite a big counterbalance to, to what's happening in the rest of the world. They are still seeing inflation. I think we're all seeing that. Um, but there is scope for them to cut rates and support their economy that way. They've also been very heavy-handed in all this regulation that they've been piling onto the tech sector and, and how they're dealing with COVID. If that were to ease, that would definitely be a boost to the Chinese economy. And again, because of our alignments, we could get a benefit from that. We could. That would be that would come through in a number of different ways. Yeah, on the commodity side, on the uh, on the the, the the internet play through through Nasdaq's process, um, on the luxury goods sales through Richmond, so definitely a, a strong China has a lot of positive impacts for South Africa. Arthur Karras, thank you, portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group, our market commentator this evening. 